opening that door is like like me coming over and trying to help you move some furniture in your house. It's like one guy got on one side of the yeah, door, the other guy. Yeah. He's like, one. You got to pivot. One, two. You hey, hey, hold on, hold on. Are you even holding one, your end? Greg, pivot. are you even holding your end? Are just you holding pivot, pivot on three. Are you going to pivot or are you going to pivot left or right? You, Clockwise? You, just or, follow wait. my lead and pivot. Wait, let me, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me move my Don't hands. scratch let my me, wall. Let me move just, my hands. Are you holding it from the top or the bottom? Why did you drop right, it? it? Hello, and thanks for joining us for another episode of the What a Disaster podcast, where we watch and review a disaster movie, and we also discuss it. That's usually in my paragraph here, but Richard has chosen to change up my notes. I remove one word every week to see if you'll notice. He notices every time, Richard. Oh. I see all. Um, yeah, so we, we uh, watch and uh, review and discuss uh, movies. Yeah, as close to weekly as we could possibly stomach, which is... Been an awful lot lately. It's we've been, been doing pretty, a really yeah, good been, job, guys. We've been pretty honest. Our yeah. stomachs are doing all right. We're what? We've recorded what? Ten episodes? Yeah, how many have we launched? Thirteen. This is how many have we released? Eleven. We've released eleven. Anyway, uh, I'm Gregory, <laughs> your your usual yelly guy, and um, I, I've got the the Richard. I'm your usual other guy. And the Liz. The shrill giggler. The shrill giggler. That's what I actually, I she's in my phone as the shrill giggler. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I don't have her cell phone number or anything. I just put her in there as the shrill giggler in case I ever have her phone number. That's a lot nicer than I have her as my, in my phone. Oh, is. I'm sure it oh. is. Yeah, yeah, I've seen what you put your girlfriends in yeah. the phones as. I don't respect um, women. That's the joke. So this week we do not have a guest, which is fine. Um, We're I didn't not want, lonely. I didn't want anybody to come over anyway. Yeah. No. Is, no, we don't ask every week if anybody wants to be on the show. Hey guys, we don't be? just wait for people to call us on our phone number that we give out every week. We give week. the phone number. Yeah. Nobody calls. No calls. Yeah, we've gotten some text messages. They were from Brian. Sometime one time somebody retweeted one of our texts. It was also Brian. We made uh every horror movie on Netflix mad at us. That was pretty funny. I was I, I actually recorded an episode yeah, this, no. this uh, what Sunday? Sunday with them. Um we did uh, Don't Kill It. I'm, I'm I'm excited to hear that episode. Uh, we need to have like a, we should do like a uh, all six of us together in one. Oh, that would mega be mega podcast, mega cast, a mega cast. It would that the the episode where we this don't kill it one. We were surly, man. Good. Me and Patrick Get and those guys Steven, all worked up. <laughs> we were poor poor Chris <laughs> was just he was so alone that day because we were just steamrolling it. it. Poor Chris. That's what you guys. That's what you did this weekend. Yeah, huh? uh, we we so I brought some scotch over. We drank a little scotch and got oh. got surly. <laughs> then we had it. some beer and got surlier. Actually, I only had like uh, one beer and maybe a double as far as scotch is concerned, and it did the job. Of course, it was like a nine per nine point eight percent beer. So it was, I, we were it. we were doing well. We were we were extraordinary. Did you guys do anything fun? <laughs> Exceptional. <laughs> did you guys do anything fun this weekend? Shot some photos with the camera you let me borrow, hey, Greg, and it was awesome. I'm glad. I'm glad it was good. I, like I'm not. I don't have time to just get out and go play. And I'm glad somebody else has has taken it out for a spin. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm, of course, we had a good time together. Good. We went to a protest. We protested the. Uh, Did you protest uh, people coming to the United States illegally? Yeah, we don't like them here. Yeah, yeah. We just, anytime somebody comes to the United States because their home country is either a shithole or they're in danger, you know what? Put them in a cage. Yeah, that's what I wanted. That's I was so basically we, we yeah we, we went for. we went pro cage, pro cage week, yeah pro yeah. cage. 
I saw your signs. It was basically like put picket signs in cages and you had a little fake yeah. fence around your picket signs. It a was pretty baby great. in handcuffs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're not a big fan of putting people in cages and stuff. So I don't know. I hope that's not too political for some people, but it's too political. That's for what we did this because weekend. treating people like humans has somehow yeah. become a political agenda. Right, right. And that's how we felt. So that's what we did. You guys, this is probably not going to make it in the podcast, but it would be cool. It if all it makes did. it in. Um, we can put whatever we want. It's I our s- podcast. Who okay. edits it? Richard. <laughs> yeah. Richard so, does the edits, and I am susceptible to peer You put this in there, or you're dead. What do you got, Liz? <laughs> I was reading today about a startup company called Genesee in Flint. That picks up all the water bottles that are, um, I don't I don't know if they get them from the recycling center or if they just pick them up off the streets, but they recycle the water bottles from the uh, you know that are donated to Flint and they turn them into sunglasses. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of expensive, but like what a cool project! Yeah. They're made in Flint. They're made out of the bottles. They're recycled plastic they're really cool that's pretty neat that so cool. we can only put this off for so long right, we, gotta, we, we do we uh we do have to talk about the movie this this and, and i know we haven't gotten there yet there's not much to say about the intro because there's not a lot of information about this movie so it's the movie's called ravager uh it was a movie made in 1997 i don't know if this was like made for tv or what literally can find nothing about it no I, there's a wikipedia it doesn't explain much about the movie you just basic plot dump in, so, in the cast. That's all I could find. Liz picked this. I don't... Uh, she, where did you find this? Just on the Wikipedia list of disaster movies, because I was reading through plot lines, and this had so many different things going on that I was like, that checks a lot of boxes. Let's do that one. How many movies did you look at before you settled on Ravager? Uh, I think like seven or eight. Wow. Yeah, she yeah. signed out. like five. Yeah, and she was like, you know what? I'm just picking this weird one. <laughs> I, you know what? Um, It has a bunch of people I'd never heard of, and... It exists. I liked it better than USS <laughs> in Indianapolis. We'll put that out there right now. I've got to say, if you're going to try and watch this one with us, you're going to have a hard time finding this. It's like there, there's, you can find it on eBay. It's a region two DVD and yeah. it'll cost you like $15 to get it shipped here because it's in Europe for sure. Check, uh, check some garage sales. You might find it in like a VHS. I don't even, I don't know, man. Seems rare. Yeah. This is, this there's movie no is information about it's a special it. gem. It's it an really is. It's wrapped a, in mystery. It's a bit of a diamond in the rough, I would yeah. say. I'm not gonna, without going too far down, what I thought of it. It was much more watchable than I expected it to yeah. be. Yeah, it was, I thought so too. I mean, it had problems, but oh the yeah, best it had it problems could. without it. I mean, every movie has, but this one had yeah. more than. We'll talk about what usual, I like. we always we always give compliments even to the right, bad movies. Right. It was a cautionary tale about what happens when you handle biohazardous material without um, proper protective gear every single time. Yeah, you yeah. know what? I work in buildings where. Um, chemical protection is necessary either in labs or you know uh and and after watching this i kind of want to go in without and see if maybe i can get some crazy superpower that makes me a murdering rampage guy yeah i know like a, a ravager oh but it's a sweaty bleeding zombie yeah yeah sweaty bleeding zombie exactly yeah I, what's not to like about that it's like going on a coke binge you just go on a coke binge. <laughs> I've, never, I've never done coke but i mean maybe sure. bath salts I've never yeah. done bath salts either. You guys have much more life experience than I do. <laughs> I have never never done. Bath that salts. sounds like you have. You know. Yeah. Don't judge a man. I'm not. Hey, it, I'm not here to judge. Well, consider this your cautionary tale against bath salts. Don't fuck with the bath salters. I love bath salts. Bad, 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 bath salts. I can tell. Or give me the bath salts. 
I love <laughs> thoughts. Thoughts are so good. Bad thoughts are wearing off. Maybe my mouth will work with my thoughts. That'd be greater. Wasn't there a movie we were talking what about? Shots? Yeah, we're talking about Ravager, man. Like, so do we, we want to go into the intro and then we'll I go to talk a, a break, little bit right? about how, like, usually I do a bunch of research on these movies. It's one of my favorite parts is figuring out what weird things happened on set. So many weird, weird facts. things had to have happened. Yeah, but none of it is divulged to us. You'll just, never know anything about it. I don't, there's no Rotten Tomato score. It's on Rotten Tomatoes. Just but no it score. doesn't have a score. No, there's just no budget. I had no. Idea. I was gonna guess three million. From you, th- you think three million? Th- that might be CG. a little high. Those that CG, but it was ninety-seven. It was ninety-seven. I don't think. I don't think so. Maybe a million. Let's just say that it cost some money. It, co- it, it definitely free. cost them dollars. It wasn't of some free. Sort. Uh, that's that's the different. That's a that's Ravagers. Think it was like a sci-fi movie, or like a sci-fi channel movie. That's kind of what I was thinking, but like it doesn't say it doesn't that say. anywhere. Yeah, and it would. The director was like a co-director on Jurassic World, the third Jurassic Park, though. Uh, Lost Jurassic Park, Lost World, Lost World. Yeah, Jurassic yeah. Park, Lost Don't World. Don't say Jurassic World. That's a different movie. Yeah, he wasn't the co-director on. The, Not that that, that movie's <laughs> much better than Jurassic Park Three, The Lost World, but but it Jurassic Three, The Lost World is, is critically. Uh, not very well respected. <laughs> it's not well respected by me either, but neither mm-hmm. is Jurassic World. So yeah, we'll leave that. Fair enough. Fair we'll enough. leave that there. So that's all I got. It, it, this movie, we don't have a lot to talk it about exists, as far as And you context. can buy a DVD that's European in, in region setting, and that's about it. And honestly, we're doing a service to everybody out there because you're not going to be able to watch this movie. We watch it for you. We condense it down to a probably what's going to be a 45, 50 minute episode. A grain and of rice. You're better off. Comparison. You're better off that way. I went into this movie really wanting to love it. I want you guys to know that right now. Well, good. I was so excited for this movie. So Ravagers was directed by James D. Dick, and that's pretty much his only directorial work of note. You said he was maybe in a co-director of Jurassic World. Yeah, yeah. Dra- oh, Jurassic sorry, Park Jurassic Park Lot Three: Lost World. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I looked it up. I clicked. A, I try to follow their do their careers around a little bit, and that's about, that's the only thing I could really okay. find. So then we've got um, a couple other. We'll just give you the the rundown of the basic group. Sarah is Juliet Landau. Um, Yancey Butler plays Avedon Hammond, and Bruce. Payne plays Cooper Wayne, who everybody just calls Coop throughout the movie. Yeah, Juliet Landa, now, uh, I recognized her. I couldn't remember where I recognized her from. She was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She The was movie or the, the show. TV show? Okay. Was, she was like a reoccurring character for a whole year. Oh, was she? Yeah. Okay. So anybody who- I never watched Buffy. She like took care of Spike in the- I love that show. She took care of Spike in the uh, catacombs or whatever. So she that, that's where I, I recognize her from. And she does look like a creepy Spike little Spike is the really. blonde haired guy? Yeah, he's the Billy Idol guy. They made a TV show with him, right? Uh, no, they made him one for Angel, which was really bad. Was Spike? In Spike lot, was yeah. Angel? Who cares? Who cares? That's Who not cares? what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk yeah. about Ravager, the film from 1997 that is presumably a direct-to-TV movie for the Sci-Fi Channel. There was another movie from the 70s called Ravagers, yeah, but it seemed to have a totally different pro- plot line, so maybe... Also a disaster movie, though, right. so yeah. it may end up being an eventual watch for this if somebody wants to... Hate us. And Dr. Shepard, uh, he's played by Ro- Robin Sachs. He actually does a lot of TV. He, uh, he actually has yeah, a pretty Yeah, a good... lot of the actors do a bunch yeah. of voice work or um, TV work, other TV yeah. shows. Oh, yeah. Uh, Juliet Landau, she was the voice of um, the Little Sisters in Bioshock. Yeah. I which saw is that. cool. That's pretty cool. I love that yep. game. There were a lot of video game actors and some people on like um, Mass Effect was uh, t- kids' TV shows and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, they're not, these, these, pe- these people work. All of them except for Cooper. Cooper doesn't work. That guy was terrible. You know what? I liked him. You liked him? I liked Coop. 
Oh, man. I was like, this accent is amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, we will talk more about that after this break. Uh, obviously, you came here knowing that uh, we're going to talk about Ravager and things uh, Things are going to get get as weird as this movie yeah. could let us get. Things are going to get a little weird. Things will get a little weird. You're late. There was a problem with flight operations. Son of a buck. I told him not to tell you. You did what? Well, if he knew it was me, you wouldn't take the flight. You got that right. I don't see what the problem is. Of course you wouldn't, Coop. This was supposed to be my ship. When we get back, it will be. I get the new one, and this piece of junk is yours. Look, Av, come on. It's an easy run. We taxi the passengers, pick up the cargo, we'll be back in a couple of days. Passengers? Yeah. You know, IBT. Anything for a buck. They didn't want us to fly out empty. What's going on here, Cooper? Nothing. You're, st- you're stupid. I know. You're stupid. I know. You're stupid. I know. You're stupid. I know. Anyway, we're we're back. We're watching Ravager from 1997. It's a movie that Liz picked for us. We don't regret it. Not now all. you have to hear all about yeah. it. Uh, so opening the hey, we get our first helicopter like immediately right away. It's yeah. like within 30 seconds of the movie starting. Helicopter. Do we count that first intro part though? Because that yeah. was pretty bad. But yeah, no, that that intro, that, that weird shutter effect. It was rough. Yeah. I couldn't watch it. I was watching on my phone. I was like, oh, God, is my phone breaking? And I did because it just kept happening. Yeah, I wasn't sure if I was watching the right thing. And I was like a bad cam version of the right thing. Right. I got really worried that uh, it was going to be that way through the whole movie. I'm going to throw up. I had concerns. I didn't know if it was the movie or my phone. Pre Cloverfield. If it was a technology problem or what. And it was five minutes, too. It wasn't a short period of time. It was was too long. But we do get our first helicopter, even though it is CG. And so right is the helicopter after. CG? Yep, the helicopter and the truck CG. I didn't yeah. look hard enough at it. I just saw that it was a helicopter. And I was super stoked that it happened yeah, so quickly. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're CG. I know the background was in the uh, environment they were driving in was mm. was CG. Okay. So, yeah, it was fine. It was an interesting. For 1997, I would say that yeah. the CG is actually pretty good. Yeah. It, All things considered for what appears to be some sort of weird made-for-TV movie. James D. Deck, if you're listening, give us. I want to know about this movie. Yeah, please. Just, Any information you have. What was it like on set? Right. Give it. Give us something. Did anything strange give me something. happen? Yeah. Did, ooh, I want to know if something strange. Did somebody actually turn into a? Did was this a documentary? Maybe it was a documentary. Ooh, sent from the future. <laughs> Thank you, James D. Deck, for preventing this situation. So we started this movie, but then this just just got lost. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that that weird shutter effect, though. Yeah. It's way too way too long. Yeah, there was like a weird shutter effect, and what was happening was a bunch of people in hazmat suits were putting some biohazard containers uh, on the walls. They had the biohazard shelves. label. Yeah. And then they were labeled as Ravager. But it took a long time to figure that out, because the shutter effect made it impossible to tell it, what was going on. It was challenging. Yeah. And usually, this is where, uh, in some of our other movies, we would get our first death to show how dangerous the chemicals are. But in this movie, if you're wearing protective gear... You survive. They were You're very fine. safe. Yeah. They they followed their OSHA and hazmat regulations yeah. and took care of business. Protocol was unlike right. the main characters. Unlike everybody else. So I want you to think about Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. If if that was a container of Ravager in the Jurassic Park cage, 
it would have eaten somebody. Yeah, but he would, they all would have died in there. And then when that guy fell through later on in the movie, he would have fallen through with some bones. Bones. Yeah. So many bones. It would have been a pile of bones yeah. that softened his lo- landing. But not this movie. This movie... They were all safe, secure, yeah. left. They were. They did their thing and got out of there. And that was supposed to be, what, 2004, right? 2003, 2004, yeah. yeah. somewhere in there. Um, they're, they're loading all these tankaroonies. Yeah, they leave. So... You don't learn a whole lot about the movie, just that there's stuff that's a biohazard and it's called Ravager and the military is involved. That's and there's a helicopter, which is of critical import. We assume it's military because there's a helicopter and some... Yes, a helicopter pretty much instantly means military. Yeah, and then we go forward in 30 years. We, yeah, 30 years into the future, we're in the Western section, USA. Um, so that's when we meet Avedon, we meet Cooper... Avedon is supposed to be piloting this ship, and there's some, you know, the character intru- characters are introduced together, Avedon and Cooper. She calls him Coop, and she is none too pleased to see him, right? No, no. A- Avedon is, she earned the captain spot on the, uh, the Livestrong, and that's what the boat's called, or the ship's called. She is not happy to see Cooper. Cooper is, is her ex-boyfriend, and Cooper outranks her, and when Cooper's on the ship, that makes him captain, and she I, wants to be running things. I gotta say... That was an interaction that I was interested in, and I wanted to know more about those two characters and their their previous relationship. She moved out on him to pursue her career, and Cooper's pissed about it. Well, sometimes strong women yeah. ruin weak men. Yeah. Yeah. And um, she's also upset with Cooper because Cooper lost one of his last ship because... He made a judgment call and something bad happened. They didn't really dig into that too much, but she was very critical of that decision. Yeah, there, and that happens a lot in this movie where you you hear about something in passing and you're like, man, that sounds like it could be interesting, and they just never touch on it again. It's like it's like almost like you're watching a TV show on a sci-fi channel and you jumped into it a little bit late. It's something that we're going to cover in season two, but then it got canceled. Right, exactly. Looking exactly. at you, Firefly. Yeah, Firefly. You little bitch. Love that show. Fuck that show. It's for. Bitches. <laughs> bitches and people who like to cancel things. Bitches and Fox bitches executives. Bitches who can't complete things. Yeah, <laughs> bitches who can't complete things. Who can't like complete us. what they started. Yeah. All right, we're going to end the episode here. Yeah. All right, great. <laughs> All right, so. All right. I'm done if you guys are. No, I'm not because you know what? My favorite line in the movie was where, what was her name? Which one? Avedon or Sarah? Avedon. There are two women in this movie. Avedon, Coop's ex. That's I am not trying to reduce her to that, but you that just was did. the interaction we just discussed, so yeah. that it was my frame of reference. Anyway, she had the best line in the movie, and it wasn't her fault, and it wasn't the writer's fault, because it was the censor's fault. She said the words, son of a bitch, and it was censored to say, son of a bug, uh-huh. while her lips very clearly still said bitch, and it was such a shining moment. The ship is called the Armstrong, not the Livestrong. Oh, yeah. (laughs) One of those is a cancer thing from Lance Armstrong, Armstrong, who also is... Wow, so close. Yeah. Juiced himself out of a reputation. Yeah. Yeah. Doped himself out of... A reputation. A reputation. And a Tour de France victory. A bunch of them. Yeah. You know what? Anywho. I don't talk sports very often, but frankly... People that dope or do steroids, there's still a lot of fucking work. I don't give a fuck. You got to do so much work to be at that level with or without steroids. Lance is doing the same thing everybody else is doing, and maybe that's not okay, with but one they're just testicle. mad. It's not okay when you get caught. It's yeah. it's it's fine when you're yeah. Mr. Victory. It's fine when so. everybody else is watching and loving you and fucking loving your sports prowess and you're achieving stuff that nobody else is able to achieve. It's totally fine. I'm not suggesting yeah. everybody go out and abuse steroids, but 
if you want that competitive edge and you're an elite athlete, I'm not going to judge you for that. Also, I have no idea what the fuck this ship was at first. At the beginning of this movie, I was It looks confused. like a spaceship, but they right. treat it like an airplane, but it has jets like a crazy-ass sci-fi movie would have. And giant turbines. Duct-taped roller coaster shoulder strap safety harnesses. So, you say harnesses. <laughs> That's one thing I actually meant to point... We'll, we'll get there when we... So, so we, we start meeting these other characters as they trickle onto the ship, basically. Yeah. Uh, there's like a drug-addicted doctor, and then... There's Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean, who his name is McLean, but they call him Clean for short throughout, right? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And Clean's pretty, Clean's like kind of the ship's uh, repairman. Yeah. Maintenance guy. Yeah. Did you have more to add to that, or are you just going to tell us that? Call it good. Uh, that's about it. Oh, okay. I thought you <laughs> had a little, no, little more juice for me there. To say no juice. Um, so, yeah, we, we find out that people, some of the, was it just one that we find out is a spare? Right yeah, there which is which kind is, of a replicate. Yeah, yeah, it's basically like a human grown for use to, or a human body essentially grown for use in harvesting their organs. Yeah, and we don't find out that she is one, but it's it's very unsubtle that that's probably the one, the person who is the, the spare. Yeah, they as far as beating you over the head with nuance goes, that's pretty much what they were doing. There's like a radio uh, announcement or something, some news broadcast announcement that said that 3D spares have escaped. They're basically replicants that clones that people that. Uh, they use for uh, replacing organs and things. If something happens to you, you have to spare. They normally don't gain consciousness, but it's a it's a little known fact that sometimes they do. I'm not impressed with the future. What happened with like the the good old fashioned roofie them and leaving them a, leave them in a bathtub full of ice while you right. you take their kidneys? I mean, yeah, it would have been a lot easier in their process. You know, it, exactly. These it's, things can think for themselves and have feelings, and you yeah. get some morality. And they kind of like program to want to give you their kidneys. It's a little a little creepy. Uh, but yeah, so this. This girl escaped. She's the one. There's a bounty for her, and they're talking about that. And the camera just stops on her and shows her going like, "Oh no, what if somebody finds out?" You know, so you know yeah, pretty much. Right. I knew right away. It's it beat up. Yeah, it's it's not it's not subtle. Yeah. as we said. Yeah. Then I've got to point this out. The ship takes off, and everybody gets like put in this harness. They sit down, and this harness comes down over their shoulders, and they're like strapped into this chair. It is the exact same harness for every single actor. They only have this one in this movie, and you can tell. There's a stain on the wall, and it is identical in every shot. I looked. I was like, there's no way that they actually made more than one of those or bothered painting the set between them, and they did not. It was the same harness for every character they had to strap in. I loved it. That's pretty awesome. I would have at least, even on a cheap budget, I would have painted my walls to make it look a little different. Right, put a picture up or something. Yeah, on hang something over the stains. That's great. Some LEDs or something. I don't know. Sci-fi movies love LEDs. Just put them somewhere. You know, the cockpit's pretty great because it's like they steer the ergonomic keyboard. And Can have... I say that you just said cockpit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> cockpit. And um, it basically looks like they emptied out somebody's crazy uncle's basement and just took oh, all the computer yeah. parts. Just I mean, it was 1997, though. That stuff was all brand new. I know, but like, we all had that shit in our basements. Yeah. You know? It was all like... Four or five year old computer equipment at the time, where big you're, you're blue sh- plastic Rubbermaid tote yeah. full of the garbage that is on the cockpit of this airplane. You know what? Throw it away. <laughs> but it's been obsolete for five years. At this just point. in case, I might need it. Well, all right. So this thing takes off. What was their What was their end game here? They were going just across the country somewhere to drop all these people off. Right? I couldn't figure it out. So the people were extra. I think they were like a mining ship or something. The people were extra or a scavenging ship. The people were extra. And oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, they were. They he were said, you know, them. we make a little extra money with um, we we got the itinerary. It's all figured out. It's everything's above board. Let's go. And I don't know what their main mission was. They didn't really talk about it. Their main mission was aggravation. 
in frustration with each other. Yeah. It seemed like that was their primary objective was just to be pissed off. So you get the impression from the interaction between Abaddon and Coop that this is not maybe the nicest ship in the fleet. <laughs> and it shows because it fucking crashes. One of the engines just decides to shit on like them. Two engines. Two I engines shits on them. That's out. right. That's right. Two engines take a dump and they crash in the middle of damn nowhere. Perfectly wrong spot to crash into a, what is a giant bowl of Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. Made of earthquakes. And uh, a giant hole in the ground yeah. where an earthquake opens up and now Ravager stuff. Yeah. The CGI was so bad when that plane crashed. It, was based, it couldn't have been nothing else but a giant bowl of Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> it was just really bad CGI and like cartoon rocks flying through the air. <laughs> it was bad news. They crash. Uh, everybody gets out to kind of... I guess stretch their legs. I don't know. It's a big ship, but they're Everything out of there. Everything seemed they, pretty clean. They in leave the ship. for some reason. Oh, because they need to get some material to fix the ship. There was like an ore they needed, and they have some scanners that could find okay, it. Okay, okay. Can they we found talk the, about how clean the set stayed, except for like two sparklers and a candle wick hanging from the ceiling? <laughs> I didn't notice that. But that's awesome. <laughs> they definitely didn't have a lot of money for them, so they took good care of the ones they had. Yeah. <laughs> so some crew crew members get out and go looking for stuff. Like, who was it that got out? It was uh, Avedon. Avedon and the, the uh, clean. Clean was yeah. it? Clean. Yeah. Okay. They get out and they're they're exploring, looking for this ore, and there's an earthquake. Yeah, and a hole opens up and Clean falls down into this hole. It's Clean, right? Clean that falls in there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Clean. Clean is our first victim. And we see the tanks of Ravager, and one of them get like he gets cut, and then the tank explodes, right? Or there's well, a what tank happens open is already when the when the ship does crash, Clean gets uh, a piece of shrapnel in his arm. In his arm, and he, it's really gross. He pulls it out really slow. And it's kind of obvious. This movie has a lot of foreshadowing. You're like, oh, something's going to happen with yeah, that Yeah, well, can I just say for a movie where they don't let them say son of a bitch, there's a lot of gore. Oh, yeah. Welcome to America. <laughs> yeah. America. Happy 4th of July. That's when we're recording this. Oh, that's right. Oh, it no, is 4th yeah. of July the, today. The, happy America Day. Day. Yeah, happy American Day. Yeah. Happy freedom. Great, great, great job, everybody. We're like a big island with burgers and wrap. Like America's had some fuck ups, <laughs> but this one's not too bad. That's not mine. <laughs> There are, there are worse countries to live in. So when he does fall in, what's funny about that is these canisters have sat on the wall for 30 years. I mean, you don't see in any the earthquake town. There's no yeah, in, in a seismic area. You see you see no other canisters on the ground, no other broken canisters, nothing. But when Clean falls in there just in time for one of them to fall off during the next earthquake for it to hit the ground, for it to start spraying biohazard material all over him. And right into his cut arm. You know what? The process that they had in 2004 was secure security for 30 years. Right. They happened to get there just the wrong time. That's on them. Yeah. It was. That, they did their job in 2004. Like, their ship happened to cut out and crash at just the wrong time and just the wrong day in just the wrong place. And poor Clean gets this stuff all in his wound. Oh, it turns his arm to jelly. Uh, yeah. It just, yeah. oh, it's super gross. It's, it's all bubbly it's like, and uh, sick. It's like when you pour hydrogen peroxide on your wound times like a million. It's like a cherry icy. It's yeah. Gross. It kind of looks good now. Yeah, like a slurpee. I would, I, would, I would drink that. Will Clean be okay? What does this mean for the rest of the crew of the Armstrong? I'm going to put a break in this show, like the break in Cooper's arm. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. Cooper's arm is fine. It's Clean's arm. I'm going to put a break in Richard, like the break that we're going to put on right now for our show. That doesn't make any sense. Show's over. You're over. I had to watch the thing three times before I could even begin to understand what it was that she was saying. I know that things weren't perfect. 
between us, you know? And we had problems, and, uh... But the thing is, that she didn't even have the courage or the decency to tell me to my face. She just walks out. Isn't she free to choose? Is she free to choose? Is that what you think? What, what about the marriage? You, you, can't she choose to stay in the marriage? All right, we're back again with uh, more on Ravager. But Woo. first, we got to talk about some beer. Some beer. These didn't come from the flicks. No, you Fourth know, of July. From it's, our it's, honeybee market in Mexican town. I'm yeah. I'm not sure if Flix is open or closed. It I was open. It I was, was open. It was, I was worried it wasn't going to okay. be. Okay, yeah. we should have gone in. It was anyway. busy. Oh, was it? Oh, I'm sure it was busy. There's five or six cars in the yeah. parking lot for Flix. That's a lot because they want to help everybody. Um, so this week we have two different beers that we were going to talk about. One I want to talk much less about than the other. <laughs> it was by Latitude Forty Two, I think, is the brewery, right? Yeah. And it was just called Nectar of the Goddess. Is that right? Blood orange, passion fruit, honey wheat ale. Yep, you got it right yeah. there. Nectar of a goddess. Yeah. It uh, didn't taste good. No. I, I don't even want to describe it. It was unpleasant. I opened it, I took a drink, and I was really depressed. I didn't I've mind been, it. I liked the art on it, and I've been oh, the can like is great. saving it for a while because I thought it was so cool. It but is a cool can. Man, it's like a bad soft parade. I didn't mind it, but yeah, it did feel like, it did taste kind of like uh, a broke-ass soft parade. It was not a pleasant beer. I didn't finish it. I'm yeah. sorry, Latitude 42. Like, I know drink... there's something else of yours that I like. I don't know what it is. I'm sure I'm Latitude ready. 42 has some good beer somewhere, but this is not. This one's not for me. They won't be in the show notes. We don't. Um, the beer we actually picked for this one was Stone uh, Tangerine Express IPA. I don't really have a reason for picking it other than I want to drink it. <laughs> he yeah. wanted to drink it, Everything and he Honey gave Bee, us some tenuous had. links earlier before bullshit. the show. It was, it was just he wanted to drink this one. And he's had it before; he knows he likes it. Yeah, but yeah, it's a good beer. Yeah, this one. I mean, this one's six point seven percent. Yeah, uh, it tastes a lot like drinking a carbonated uh, grapefruit. It has pineapple and uh, tangerine in it. So. I did not get either of those from it, but that's okay because most of the time beer, anytime they describe what's in it, I'm just like, yeah, okay, sure. Soft notes of flowery. Soft notes of spices. Some sort of spice in this. You're going to love it. You got to breathe it in and you're not going to taste the whole thing. You got to let this one aerate. Use a snifter. No, man. No. I just want to drink a beer. This one's delicious. This one's good. Yeah, no, I was a a fan. You can see this one in the show notes. I will uh, I will drink this again probably at some point. Would you think of this beer, Liz? Yeah, Stone. This is good. I like it better than the Amarillo Hero I'm drinking now from an old episode. Oh, I like the Amarillo the, Hero. Uh, I yeah, I don't know. I'm not feeling it tonight. All right. God, That's Liz. You don't want you don't want to be here. Just go. Wow. Just go. Uh, so let's get back to the movie here. We we did uh, digress the a little bit it's there. The 4th There's... of July. It's 4th of July, so if you heard that firework in the background, that's because of that. And if you heard the paper crinkling, that's because of Liz. Hello, my name is Liz. Make that into a rap song. Can you do that, Richard? Make it a rap song? Use that as the hook? Yeah, so clean... Clean is not doing as well as we'd hoped. No. We were really looking forward to Clean making a full recovery. A clean comeback? A clean comeback. Whatever that's... Is that a... That's not a turn of phrase. No, You're just it's like not. making that up. No. It could be, though. Yeah, these things happen. This movie's really generic. 
it does do so it handles the suspense pretty well for us for a little bit where clean is he like they bring him back his goop is gooping out of his goop hole yeah uh it's it's his goopy Gwyneth and it's Paltrow. rough <laughs> and his body temperature is like super elevated the doctor's like well he uh is fucked is pretty much the only thing he can really say he's a spongy sweaty mess and the doctor's a drug addict so the doctor has is fucking always yeah. like six sheets he's, in a win anyway he's either on drugs or coming down from drugs either way he's useless yeah he's pretty useless he's not functional as a doctor you know he's fu- non-functional as a doctor because even though the first thing they told him when they brought clean back was, yeah, we found these biohazard containers and he touched one and exploded. And now he's all fucked up. Instead of putting on gloves, just, or like yeah. that, he just starts handling them. Yeah. He goes, don't worry. He's probably not airborne. What the fuck? If it were airborne, the other two would have had something. Cause they, they were all. Yeah. Yeah. They were all in there. Yeah. But then he after everybody touched this guy and everybody was around him, the entire crew, all the passengers. He's they, bleeding from every orifice. Right. They put Look, him in quarantine. If you had a small <laughs> like split on your my hands always have a scab on them. Right. I, all it takes is that whatever orange or cherry, right? cherry icy coming out of his body to get on my tiny little cut. And then I've got the problem. Presumably, but then they put him in quarantine after everybody gets to meet him. Right. And he's like, hey, check out the sick Dude, guy. Do you know what? <laughs> When somebody brings a sick dude onto the ship and then you bitch about how he he exposed all of us to him, it's because you fucking followed him to the doctor's <laughs> office and locked yourself in there with him. Nobody Don't asked a, you. you around him. I don't remember what the character's name. All he Lazarus. did was Lazarus. He yeah. just bitched about it. Oh, you brought him in. You exposed all of us. If you hadn't chased him down the damn hallway with your little rubbernecking, you wouldn't have been at risk at all. Yeah, this is when Cooper shows a little bit of emotion, and he's just like, fuck you, man. Yeah, it's he like doesn't say fuck Cooper, you, man, because like, there's upset. no swears. <laughs> yeah, Lazarus is a dick. That He's he's the dick. Every one, of these, every one of these movies has the dick, right? Has the asshole. Yeah. Lazarus is the asshole in this movie. You figure it out. He's the irredeemable asshole, but he doesn't really, they don't really dig into his character at all. My biggest disappointment was that they didn't really dig into Lazarus as a character. They didn't you didn't dig into the canon him. of the story he, at all. There, yeah, anything that looked like something that was interesting did not get any attention. In this movie, yeah. that was the biggest problem with it. You as also far meet as I was No concerned. Name and Sarah. No Name gets a name later, but you gotta learn his name the same the same rate in which we learned his name. He, right, right. He's No Name for now. He's No so Name. So Mc, McLean Clean uh, Clean is the, sick. it's looking bad. He's in a coma, and Not they lock good. him in a room, and they're just like, "Well, there's nothing we can do because I don't have a medical facility, and I'm high. Also, I'm on drugs." He gets locked up, and then they start talking about you know figuring out how to get the how to get off there, and hey, maybe we should check out what this biohazard crap is, the Ravager containers, see if we can maybe figure out what's wrong with Clean. Plus, we still need the minerals to take to, to fix this ship. And yep, they and still Clean need is to the only the, person who can fix a ship, so we're doubly fucked. But let's just go through the motions. They're pretty fucked. Yeah. Um. So they go. They go. Uh, Avadon. Is that how you say her name? Avadon, Avadon, Avadon. I yeah. don't know. We didn't hear it. Hardly no, nobody at said all, it. Nobody so. ever said it. Yeah, the names names don't really There's get conveyed no very often in this movie. Right. Coop does. Cooper. Say Coop all the damn Yo, time. Coop. Clean. Yo, Coop. Clean. Coop. Yeah. Hey, clean. Where's Clean? Clean's got control of the ship. Clean. It's just yeah. So Coop and Clean. No, but Avadon takes a doctor to go look at for minerals, and a doctor's going to go check out the biohazard stuff. But they right. brought no equipment, not even gloves with them, which is crazy. Well, why would they need gloves? Because it's just stuff that. Will spread from contact. Yeah. Oh, oh, is that why they need gloves? Never mind. I just talked my way through it. They're yeah, they're dumb. But we also find out. This is also we also find out at this point that Sarah is a replicant. She admits it to no name. That's not his name. Okay. Well, also I like that part because he's like, 
talking to the girl about how she's a spare or a replicant or whatever, and he's like, your secret is safe with, with me at full volume in front of all of their friends. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, the guy is close enough that, like, somebody just goes, hey, man, we're getting ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> like, right after that line. Yeah, it's like, we all know. We all know. We're yeah. not, it's not really our concern right now. <laughs> right. Did you see, did you see Clean? He's fucked. That's what we're worried about right now. Yeah. And, um... When does when does Clean break out of the right about now the room? So when they leave to go go look at the biohazard, suddenly we hear the most obnoxious alarm yeah. ever created, which is awesome. Alarms should be obnoxious so that you want nothing more than to turn it off rather than figure out what the problem is. Yeah, and the airlock has been. I'll buy smoke detectors at my house to take the batteries out once they, once they start beeping. You could just bring one up the ladder with you when you go take out the old battery. They'll just beep again. This obnoxious only <laughs> that's just gonna beep in two years anyway. <laughs> the uh the alarm starts going off and they're like, oh fuck. And they go look where Clean was. Clean's fucking gone. He's developed super strength. He ripped that fucking the door, door right off the, the glass head. in the door yeah. is completely destroyed. And it looked like there was some damage to the actual metal around the yeah. door too. Clean is ready to clean is party. So they're like, hey, computer scan for body heat or whatever. And the computer's like, sure, but it's not going to be accurate at all, apparently, because it's so hot in here. Yeah, and Clean's too hot now. He's, like, outside hot. Yeah, Clean so. is clean is pumping out heat way hotter than human heat should heat. Lots of Fahrenheit's coming So many clean. Fahrenheit's. Yeah. Which they still use in 2034. Well, America, we haven't stopped yet. It's, yeah. It's, Let's never give in to Celsius and metric systems. Fuck the Canadians fucking canucks it's just canadians they're the only ones that use celsius and metric right no no other no other country in the world this actually is where they start building some some neat tension right it's because now clean is out there everybody's trying to find him they're trying to find and there are some pretty scary moments with clean he's just like smashing faces into stuff and then running away (laughs) clean was pretty scary all the lights are flickering because clean knows how to fuck with things in the yeah so the ship the the power's all fucked up on the ship they get they have to get up and get the solar panel stuff working Mm -hmm. they do finally get that going but it's still not enough to fully juice the ship that's when clean escaped well clean escaped a little bit before that he he escaped right when they got that all working oh yeah, yeah you're right you're right then they went looking for him, and that's when they split up. Yeah. yeah. And then Clean is just a murdering machine now. No, because like, while they're looking for him, and they get the power back on, um, a little bit of limited power, uh, that's when the door closes on No Name. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I love that because, so they're wandering around, they're, they're trying to find Clean, they still think he might be in the ship somewhere. The power kicks back on short a little bit as they're walking through it on the quarters. I'm assuming Clean made this happen, because he can. he's like the, the ship mechanic. Yeah. So this is where you find out like that no name is actually named Cade. And he's walking through the, a doorway. The, you know, the door is one of those metal heavy doors that's supposed to seal shut in a spaceship. The door closes on on Cade, but it closes really slow. It's yeah. supposed to like it's crushing him. Opening that door is like, like me coming over and trying to help you move some furniture in your house. It's like one guy got on one side of the yeah, door. The other guy, yeah. He's like, one. You got to pivot. One, two. Gotta, hey, hey, hold on, hold on. Are you even holding your end? Greg, pivot. are you even holding your end? Are you just holding pivot, it? Pivot on three. Are you going to pivot? Or are you going to pivot left or right? You, Clockwise? Just or, follow wait, my lead and pivot. Wait, let me, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let, me, let me move my Don't hands. Don't scratch let me, my wall. Let me move just, my hands. Are you holding it from the top or the bottom? Why did you drop it? The, I just set it down for a second to move my hands. So that's pretty much <laughs> that door opening sequence in a nutshell. And he gets to the get him out, it's fine. Around. They he's tell him to push, he pushes, he's out. Kate's out, he's out, he's done. So real Knocked quick, out. you've got a note at like an hour and three minutes that that's the first death? Uh, no, uh, I, it's, it's not him. It's a little bit later on. 
uh, an hour and six minutes. I'm looking right at it. Clean makes it into the ship and injects Dr. Shepard with the virus. That's, that's the first death? Yeah. What about the guy that uh, Clean fucking shoved into the glass? Did he not die? He didn't die. Oh, I thought he died. No, nobody else is dead. Nobody else dies. This, this movie has gone probably the longest we've ever gone without anybody dying. Man, over an hour, no deaths. And this movie's only like an hour and a half long. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, so an hour in, we get our first death. It, really, like, I would like to talk more about this movie, but it, it is just... No, the other thing it's generic. The other notes I have in here is Sarah gets a bunch of flashbacks about her being a replicant. And we get to watch her cry for oh, three minutes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she whines about being yeah. a replicant. She's like, I want to be human so bad, guys. I want to I want to be a I want to be a real boy. Can I be a human, please? Miracle, <laughs> where you can say son of a bug on TV, but son can fully visually bug. demonstrate chopping someone in the back with an axe. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That was pretty good too. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit later too, great. but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, so what happens, Clean comes back to the ship, right? And he wants to take off and bring the Ravager virus to the rest of the country. He needs to give that gift. But, like, uh, he does do that. And when he comes back to the ship, he does take care of the doctor who's figured out that the Ravager virus is, eats blood cells. Yeah, it eats That's what blood. it does. Right. And the lymph nodes the lymph node, start eating lymph, yeah. blood cells. So when he figures this out, that's when Clean sneaks in. Because nobody's guarding this fucking ship. Clean's already stolen Lazarus away. Yeah. He took Lazarus with him. That's the guy he smashed into the, the window. He lives. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he lives because he comes back and starts yeah. fighting the other two yeah. right before they're trying to make their Lazarus. escape. Lazarus. Yeah, he comes yeah. back. Uh, so the, of course he comes back. The guy, Lazarus. He took Lazarus away. and Let's beat you over the head with some imagery before we beat you over <laughs> you the head. You don't hear from Lazarus again for a while because you, they watch you assume for, he's dead. You watch him forget about him, yeah. and then But he kills. He goes to the doctor. He gets a doctor the virus by using the doctor's uh, automatic uh, pneumatic syringe. To pull blood out of him and pump it in a doctor's neck, which that's is fucking right. gross. Yeah, that was like the most disturbing scene to me. I was like, "Oh, it's kind of gross." I Why mean, was there somebody watching the doors? Yeah. What? How come later on the doors locked, but it's not locked now? Yeah, <laughs> th- there's a lot of that in this movie. I just assume Clean can get through things. Because, yeah, Clean is the ship's mechanic. Yeah. He, he's got his stuff to. They should have known order. that, and as a crew of people who want to live, banded together. But they didn't really know. They didn't really want to live. Like, yeah, they were basically to. assuming that clean was no longer clean. Yeah. So maybe his brain was not, it was just, his brain was just along for the ride and not actually helpful to the Ravager serum. And at first they didn't even know he was a danger. Who, how would they have known? You well, know? because he shoved somebody's face into the glass and dragged him off into the woods. That was when they should have known. <laughs> they, yeah. At that moment, they're like, okay, so clean is pissed yeah. and he's coming for at least Lazarus. <laughs> at least Lazarus. Because fuck that guy. Yeah. I, I mean, we didn't get... like Lazarus anyway, so maybe it's just That's the first guy I would eat, too. <laughs> he, he had a gambling debt with him, maybe. I just... We're good. Nobody we don't need Lazarus. to worry about... We don't need to worry about clean. Lazarus anymore. was a dick to everybody in this movie the first three minutes, the seconds he was in the room. With yeah, him. he pretty much ruined every... Burned every bridge that he could possibly have had. But the doctor does die because Avid- Avidon and Cooper go check on him because his temperature's going up and the, the ship monitors the uh, crew members. So when they go to check on him, he opens the door and he's all sweaty and spongy and he ejects him. He overdoses himself with the drug. Oh, okay. He so, killed himself. You know, I didn't know if he was dead because everybody comes back in this movie. Yeah. But he doesn't come back. So at the end of the movie, I had to go back in my notes and be like, first death. This right here. All right. So that's our first death. Good to know. They're repairing. They've got to repair the ship. They've got what they need to get this thing up and running and flying and get the fuck out of Dodge. So we've got Coop and Avedon are outside repairing it, right? Yeah. Uh, they're getting their shit all in there and getting all their beeps booping. And then they see some greens and they're like, oh, fuck. Clean's on there and he's got control of the ship. Well, Clean's trying to get control of the ship. And, you know, mark off your disaster movie bingo card. He hacks the ship. He did hack the ship. (laughs) 
he's he's trying to fly it and they're like i'm sorry we can't fly without captain authorization and he busts out the override zero 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 seven five starts just guessing numbers and eventually he gets the right one which was zero 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 nine five i'm thinking that maybe it was the override number is something he was aware of as clean but as virus clean, it was a struggle to right. recall. Maybe him and Abaddon also have a long relationship. Yeah, it goes back. You could tell they have a, like a, like kind of a brother sister type relationship. Sure. So maybe it's some, maybe it's like her birthday or something. But it was pretty funny how he did it. It was. It was. I mean, I don't know how zero 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 nine five is a birthday, but sure, dude, it's the future. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, they just make up new dates. They were just making up all sorts of weird shit. They're still using ergonomic keyboards for Windows ninety five. Right. So I don't know. It was that part made me laugh a lot because he's just like. What about zero 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 six three? He just throws some numbers out there, and He's eventually, it by one zero 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 six five. Now we have Avadon and Coop trying to get back in the ship, and boom, Lazarus shows up, and they start fighting, motherfucker. And um, they fight. Eventually, get back on the ship, takes off, and fucking Lazarus just gets, gets torched cooked. to shit. He gets cooked. The jets just wreck yeah. his 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 entire life. I almost clapped. Very I was sad. so excited. I was so excited when he died. I was so excited. That motherfucker. I thought he was the first death. I wanted him to be the first. Uh, it would have been I so much better. That, that was, was the first and only death. Well, second death of the movie. Yeah, it was the second one. It should have been the first one. It should have yeah. been. It. Damn shame. Lazarus should have gone. Fuck first. Lazarus. I just want to go back for a second. Yeah, yeah. After what um, happened to Cade? That was so important. Well, it is kind of important. After Clean um, took care of the doctor, he went after Cade. Sarah got cooper and avidon to come and intervene okay and it was too late i guess because they never really showed what happened to kate oh that's right because that. sarah went off yeah. to do something and for some reason they like they didn't even know that sarah was alive anymore when they were trying to get the ship up and running yeah because sarah was hanging out with kate yeah and um, she was really upset that she couldn't give kate her organs because that's her purpose right is to give up her body and kate was fucked he had all this internal bleeding and shit you could tell that he was just dying on this on this right, slab. Right. And then like she just like disappears after she gets everybody to help him. And nobody even talks about what happens to Cade. Cade just falls off the fucking map. But then he then he shows up again later on. He jumps from the ceiling after the, the ship takes off and attacks one of them. Right. That's when Liz Liz uh, was talking earlier yeah, about the Sarah axe. drops in and just fucking hatchets him in the spine. Yeah. And then he fly and then he goes out the door and Sarah's really upset because she killed a person and that's against her prime director of some yeah. bullshit. There's some Cade cannon. Cade, um, Kate's wife broke up with him on Skype. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he had the uh, the, the vid mail. She vid told mail, me to the logical next mail. step to voicemail. She left a note to check my vid mail, was I think the quote. Yeah, And it was. Uh, that was that was the divorce. He it got was, dumped on Skype. It was not even Skype. He mentioned it <laughs> to Sarah, and Sarah was like, texting. did she not have the choice? Was she not allowed to make that choice for herself? And he was pissed. Right, but that was Kate's backstory. We get more Kate backstory than most people in this movie, but... Uh, Kate, uh, Kate makes it out the airlock. Greg loves airlock. Uh, airlock deaths are so great. That's more like an airplane, like airlock death, but still. It's weird that an airplane has an airlock, but I'm fine with it. You know what I mean? The door, it's, 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 it, well, no, no, no. They had an actual airlock. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was, there was a little double door section in I one guess of you're those. right. They did have an airlock. Yeah. Yeah. So we go doctor, then Lazarus, then Cade. Yep. Yep. Successes. Um, so now we have Sarah, Avedon, Coop. And clean yeah. are and alive. At this point, Cooper's like rubbing blood off his head, and it looks like he has a cut. It looks like he got some of the infected blood in his cut. But you don't really. They talk don't about do that. anything else with that. No, but they he never does do anything else with it because this is when Clean comes back and Clean starts fighting them. Yeah, and Cooper's actually got some martial arts skills. He's beaten up um, Clean a few times already. And he wore the shit out of that V-neck shirt too. That's that was his whole. <laughs> 
his whole purpose in this movie was to put on that deep V. Wear the wear the yeah. deep V. Yep. So he uh, he goes, you know what? I'm already infected. I'm not going to tell anybody because I want to go down as a selfish hero, a selfless hero. So did he did he, he did die right? Yeah, he yeah. took he he kept clean busy, and and clean beat beat the shit out of him. Could clean has superpowers, and um, they so, take an escape pod. Yeah, but the, uh, Abaddon and Sarah get an escape pod, and Sarah's like, I'm a replicant. They're going to know that I'm a replicant because I have a fucking barcode on my neck. Yeah. Well, they said there's only room for two, and there were three of them, and there was this whole thing. Yes, but none of it, none of none that of it mattered. mattered. I feel like. Do, no. do, are you are you on the same page? Yeah. With me well, on the that, doctor please? cut his hand when they were, they brought we did left it out because it was so uncon- inconsequential. It had no purpose. But they went and got some of that biohazard material, some of the um the Ravager, and they brought it back to the ship because that's smart. And the doctor cut his hand on the container. Nothing happened with that, and it showed his yeah. hand two other times. And Avadon was like. Doctor, are you okay with your hand? No, it looks like I'm good. Um, but they had to get the escape. They got an escape shuttle, and so Sarah and Avadon live. I think Sarah's considering killing Avadon at the end. I don't know, but it kind of seemed that way. So they never um, discussed. They get whisked away the in the beautiful shuttle, it was and wonderful. two pe- two people managed to survive out of the initial little uh, hall of humans. Very alien. We'll go to the break. Um, when we get back, we'll talk about the the the, the final thoughts. We have our two survivors. We've made it all the way through this whopping hour and a half long movie. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you after the break here. There, fellas. My destiny, now more than ever, is shrouded in uncertainty. Will it be swallowed up in the mouth of apathy or embraced by the arms of compassion? Who am I? What am I? I no longer exist as a spare. But do I belong to the human race? And we're back from our little breather there. I hope everybody's well rested after their journey on the emergency escape pod that only had enough life support for two people even though they're within the atmosphere of the fucking planet and one of them's a robot and one of them well, she's not a robot she's a spare she's just got extra body parts just ready to donate to they're other in a people. shitty version of the atmosphere of the seriously planet, it doesn't fucking matter they're outside walking around without spacesuits all the damn time <laughs> yeah it, i don't understand life man. support would not have mattered for about two seconds got rags over their mouths that's life support enough yeah i think they were going to be in space, and they weren't. Yeah, in there space. were there was there was some stuff here going on in the back end that we were not made aware of. Right, that was a confusing part. Like, who cares if it has life support? Is that supposed to be a toxic atmosphere? Don't know. Doesn't they never? Everybody's walking around anyway. So, oh fuck it. Yep, exactly. Fuck it. I was like, why does it matter that there's no life support because you're on Earth, and apparently it, for some reason it had to matter, but it didn't because only two people got on it anyway. It didn't matter to me. Yep. Um, we are going to throw to our final thoughts then. We'll go through and, uh, do the, do the needful. We'll do the needful. The here. needful. Kindly do the needful. Kindly perform the needful. So. Richard. The Richter scale, huh? Richard. Why don't you tell us what you thought? Give us some, give us some of your, give us some of your biz. Hey, I had, pro- there's definitely problems with this movie. There's plot holes. There's some bad acting, but it has charm. It has some energy, and it flowed really well, even considering the fact that it, it, there are plot holes along that along that flow. It didn't punish me with another hour and a half of sharks. 
So that was nice. <laughs> um, God, could you imagine if oh Ravager God. was actually sharks in containers? Oh my God, this is one example of a movie that would have suffered had it been a longer cut. But it being a short cut really kind of um, brought it together. I thought it was nice and fast and it moved really quickly. I enjoyed it. I, I'm going to say I enjoyed it more than I'm going to hire and I'm going to rate it because I think I just enjoyed it because it wasn't as punishing as Armageddon or USS Indianapolis. Yeah. I give this one a 4.7 on the Richter scale. 4.7? That's it? Yeah. Didn't not, you? You just said you enjoyed it. It's a pretty terrible movie. 4.7 is not, I enjoyed it, but that's, I had to yeah. watch this. Yeah, well, I did. I would never watch this on my own. It's it's a pretty bad movie. I just enjoyed it more than uh You are about the last to two. your your scale is about to get exploded by my rating when I do mine. All right. So just you just All right. wait. All right. I'm ready for your explosion. Yeah. Liz. I'm sorry. You're not gonna like to see there, but it was like a four for me. What did you have to say about it? anything in particular that stood out or didn't stand out? There was or? so much they could have done that would have been cool. Like there were so many cool aspects that were just off to the side that just weren't explored and maybe if it was a longer cut it would have been a big pain in the ass if they actually tried to explore that stuff but those side stories could have made the whole thing a lot more interesting i think and they just glossed over most of it all right so four for me it was fine to watch but i wouldn't watch it again and i wouldn't have gone out of my way to watch it in the first place all right, fair enough. I definitely would not have sought this movie out would not have known it existed had you not recommended it and so, would have gave up looking for it thank immediately. you for, <laughs> thank you for making us watch this um yeah like like liz said there's a lot of stuff a lot of stones left unturned so to speak uh there were like the the concept of spares would have been really interesting had they explored it uh the characters backstories would have been nice i wanted to know more about coop and avidon's relationship um there was a lot I wanted to, I wanted to know why the Ravager program existed. That would have been great. Right. Give me some examples of the Ravagers before. Practical accidentally run Exactly. Before it's accidentally encountered 30 years after the fact. Super soldier serum. And that would have been great to know, but you're just, you're speculating. I am sorry. Go ahead. Um, I want to know more about everything. And I didn't think that the acting was entirely terrible. And for a 1997 movie that was made on what appears to be a very small budget, the CG was sufficient. It told the story it needed to tell, um, or it was allowed to tell, I guess, because it didn't tell Cocoa the story Puffs. it needed to tell. There were plot holes. There were problems. I'm still giving this movie like a 6.3 on the Gregter scale. Oh, boy. That's way up there. I legit like i sat down and started watching this and i was i was expecting to be completely bored and angry with it yeah instead i, I felt like i was a teenager being forced to sit through the garbage on sci-fi channel my mom wanted me to wanted to watch she would just watch all the sci-fi stuff this was so it was filler it was generic sci-fi filler between episodes of stuff like that X-Files. they actually had allowed on their channel at that Ooh, point tarnation. all in all not the worst movie I've had to sit through. Not the worst movie I've had to sit through for this podcast. And not the worst movie that I've ever seen on sci-fi, as far as that's concerned. That'll kind of be the end of the podcast here, I think. So thanks for listening for another through another episode of What a Disaster. Oh, boy. We are going to be back next week. Yeah. Right? Are we back next week? I have nothing to Are you do. back next week? I have, yeah. Are you I back don't have plans. Week? All right, we don't have plans except for this. So yeah. we'll be back next week. In the meantime, you can feel free to check out our uh, show notes. We have those are those are on the website. I, yes. I'm assuming, which is whatadisasterpod.com. Uh, you can check us out on the Twitter at podwad. 
Yeah, Podwad. Yeah, Podwad. It's, it's Podwad. We had to reverse it because somebody already had Wad Pod. Yeah, you sons of bitches. Uh, we're on the Facebook. What a disaster! You can find us there. We're on Instagram as What a Disaster Pod. Check out our uh, our friends. Uh, every horror movie on Netflix. Glad Greg's gonna be on that show. Oh um, yeah, I'll be on. He's been on the show about three or four times. What's the episode you're doing with that, Greg? This that one, should be out. This one I think is out. coming out soon. By the time this is out, it's already out. Yeah, yeah, yeah So go back and check it out. So yeah, it was the Don't Kill It starring Dolph Lundgren. I also blast, right? I gave that one a view it for sure. We had a lot of fun with that episode. Right. I had a lot of fun with that movie. What do you give on the Gregster scale, real quick? Uh, we don't do the Gregster scale there, but if I had to give it, it would also be probably like a six and a half, six point so, five or so. So check that out. It's on Netflix. Listen to Greg's uh, and then go back listen to Greg's podcast and at uh, Emon Cast on Twitter. They're, yeah, they're a great little uh, podcast. That's E H M O N Cast Cast. All right. So I'm, we listen. don't 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 forget to subscribe no, to our don't stuff. Do it. Like Subscribe, you, please. You want to RSS us? That's fine. You want to go to the the reviews. Google? You can Google. You I check go reviews to the all the time. I'm always hoping somebody will say nice or nice mean things. Please about say us. something about us. I don't care if Anything. it's nice or not. I mean, That's... nice is good, but you know, give us some feedback. If you want to be critical <laughs> without giving us a review, you can shoot us a text or call us at two zero nine seven eight one nine one. One three two zero nine seven eight one nine one 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 three one three. Nice try there, Richard. So thanks very much. Quit the band for what a disaster. I'm Gregory. This is Marsha and Elizabeth, and we are out of here. There will be glory. Are we recording? I am now, yeah. I had to say record. You right before I said there will be glory? Yeah. Okay. Well, there's glory then. Dude, you just got to tighten it more. It, it you got little baby hands you can't snug? No, I, I I tried to... I pulled this thing in. You got a little fucking... The lever. It's a wuss weight. fingers? Is that yeah, the problem? You need me to come over there and give you man hands? I do. <laughs> I need you to manhand me, please. Give you two man hands. Effort. <laughs> I know. We touch them. We touch the veins. <laughs> Is this where you put the drugs? I have many choices for where I put the drugs. <laughs> yeah, you do. Ooh. All right, it works. Usually, I shoot for the urethra. Yeah, I. You want to just mainline that, right? <laughs> I don't think urethras are mainlining, but sure. Right up the main drain. Right up the main drain. <laughs>